Welcome to Shopcast, a weekly podcast where we answer questions about some of the most important values of the growing prayer movement in Canada. My name is Emily, and joining me today, as always, is Brian Creary, Director of Sanctuary House of Prayer in Winnipeg, and also my dad. Hi, Em. Hi. It's good to be back. Yes, it's been a while. It's been a long time. Mm-hmm. But we're in season two. This is our second season of Shopcast. Wow. I'm excited. Are you? <laughs> yes, <Yeah>, so excited. <laughs> I can tell. Um, so how long has it really been? Oh, gosh. Well, obviously, the thing that disrupted everything was the pandemic. So I think our last episodes were way back in like February or March. And then we haven't really done anything since. And that everything that's taken place after that has just kind of blew up all people, everybody's plans and uh, most of you know that are listening that are, we live in Winnipeg, and so our, our experience here is a Manitoba one. And you, you'll remember this, Emily, we had the initial lockdown that was really tight. Then we had the really good summer where nothing took place, and it was like we were just out and we could have fun and everything was good. And then we had the big second wave, which is really a first wave for us that hit in the fall, and now we've been locked down. We're in code red, I think, for week, this is week 11 or 12 or something. Mm-hmm. So it's been a crazy experience. Mm-hmm. Very long. <laughs> You've survived, though. You've done okay. <laughs> yeah, I had a good summer, honestly. Yeah. Because, it, like, there were hardly any cases. So it felt just, like, normal, which was nice because we've been inside only seeing family for three months. Yeah. We were, do you remember back in the spring, we would hear from our friend Diana, who lives in Montreal, and she would uh, tell us about how many cases they were getting in, in Quebec every day. And we were getting almost nothing. Mm-hmm. And it seemed like maybe the Lord had passed us by, you know. And that's, Psych. Uh, <laughs> surprise. <laughs> it comes to all of us at some point. So anyway, that's the experience of here and probably everywhere. Now, didn't the Lord tip you off to this a little bit? Yeah, it's true. Uh, in fact, it's one of the last things we did on this podcast there's a little bit of a story. So let me set the story up because I think it helps us to understand what season two is all about uh, and give everyone an idea of where we're going for the rest of it. Way back in January, it would have been, I think, January the 2nd or 3rd, the other podcast that we do in our House of Prayer, the Burning Rooms podcast with uh, Johan Heinrichs and some of the others, was celebrating their one-year anniversary. And at that point, they were asking for people to come in and to just offer congratulations, you know, say good job on one completed year and uh, offer a few uh, kind words. And I said, well, I'll just show up. I'll come and be in the studio and do it with you. And so there I am sitting in somebody's basement waiting for my turn. There's lots of people in the room. That was a very different time when we were all near each other. There we all were in the basement and uh, people were taking their turns to go on and offer congratulations. And Johan turned to me and, and said, uh, can you uh, uh, be prepared to answer a question? I'm going to ask you a question in a couple minutes. Tell us what you believe that the Lord is uh, going to be doing in the prayer movement in the year 2020. And remember, we're only three days in. And so I said, sure, no problem. And he said, okay, you got about 10 minutes and then I'll have you on. And then as I, he walked away, I sat there and I thought, I don't even have an answer for that. I got 10 minutes to come up with what the Lord's going to say to the whole prayer movement in Canada. And I don't even know what it is. So it's emergency prayer at this point. And so I say, okay, Lord, help. You know, I don't really know. What do you want me to say? So I'm sitting there quietly and suddenly three things come and they're really clear. One, two, three. 
And so I, I go on to the, the recording 10 minutes later. Uh, they turn to me and say, so welcome here. Uh, can you answer this question? Where do you think is going to be taking place in the prayer movement in Canada in 2020? And I said, well, I believe in three, three things are going to happen. Number one, I literally say this with 10 minutes preparation. This is all I have. I say, number one, there's going to be a big disruption uh, and a big shaking that's going to take place. And the Lord's going to bring it. It's going to be a shaking and a disruption. Number two, in the midst of the shaking and disruption, there is an opportunity, a season of invitation to get closer to God, to grow in the knowledge of who he is, particularly as it relates to Jesus, what you find in the Gospels, but that this season would provide an opportunity for that. And then number three, on the other side, once this thing, we come through it, there would be a season where we would uh, see demonstrations of the glory of God. And I knew a little bit about that because I'd had a dream uh, just a week before where I saw something that was, I think, emblematic of the demonstrations of the glory of God. Really, this was too much detail, but just this really powerful experience with lots of of the, the, the emotions, and you could feel his power and his presence coming near. And so I knew that there was something about that as well when I heard it. And so I was pretty excited about the three. And then they said, well, that's great, you know, and we ended it and that was it. And then as I was driving home, then I started to review what I had said. And I thought, what did I just say? Did I just tell everybody there's going to be a major shaking and disruption this year? You know, like, some kind of, you know, high-level prophet with my own ministry. And this is going to go out on the podcast to people all over the world. Too late now. So I, I, I said, I think, I believe I heard the Lord. And who knew that in just a matter of, you know, it, probably 10 weeks later, the COVID-19 pandemic was going to hit our, our nation and the nations of the earth and completely disrupt everything that was going on. We went from it being normal life and we were interacting with each other and everything was going on to this thing that took place where suddenly we couldn't get together we couldn't meet in our building we couldn't have you couldn't even do worship times together that was so central to who we were as a house of prayer it was all gone it was just all gone and the government was telling us we couldn't do it the half the population was fearful the other half of the population was ready to rebel uh, everybody was not unclear as to what exactly we were supposed to think Quebec seemed to be ahead of us. It was it was very disruptive. And the thing that kept ringing in my head was the Lord's doing this. He he's involved in this. He want he's allowing this to accomplish a purpose. And by having that take place in our midst, um, it leads us to the second point. And and that was the one that's that's been clear to me ever since. The disruption hit in March. It was that second point that you are now in a season where you are being invited to grow in the knowledge of God. And this is an opportunity for you if you want to participate. You can go deep in knowing who he is and knowing what he's like and and f finding out the kinds of things that matter under a different kind of pressure than normal life. And that's the season we're in right now. I'm just thinking about, like, I can hardly remember what it was like before, but... um feel like everybody obviously had different reactions mm -hmm. and uh like you thinking about the second point like the lord is in it and everything i didn't think that you didn't think that initially <laughs> no and i don't even know if i still believe it like obviously but obviously the lord is in everything right but 
I don't know. I feel like a completely different person from this year compared to where I was last year. Okay, so one of the things that we're gonna you want to look for, like whether it's you or anybody, in this season where it's so disruptive, and the Lord is, I, we understand theologically that He's in the in the midst of it, and we understand that He's accomplishing something. Now I could pull out a bunch of Bible verses right now. I'll make reference to one right uh, that just comes to my mind, but um, Hebrews 12, that passage, uh, right at the very end of the chapter where it says that he, everything that can be shaken will be shaken, so that only that which cannot be shaken remains that which being, in the passage it says the kingdom, the kingdom of God, only that is the thing that's, gonna, that's not going to be toppled, and everything else he'll shake in order to disrupt. And in a specific way, what it, what it means is that he's dis, he's shaking or disrupting the things that we are so used to relying on to provide our sense of comfort or security or purpose or uh, meeting our needs, emotional needs or our psychological, you know, mental needs. We get tired and we look towards certain things to try to provide uh, help for us. Or we, we've got values that we're chasing that are important to us, but that might not be central to the kingdom. And you know, it's not you necessarily, but lots of people that are out, they want to be Christians that, you know, for a portion of their week, but they also want to be people that that get rich. And a big goal is to be make a lot of money. And that's a and that's theirs. And they're hanging on to that. And they're saying, nobody touches my money. I'm going to retire at the time that I'm going to, and I'm going to buy the things that I want to. And that's just the way it is. And the Lord says, yeah, that's the kind of stuff I'm talking about. I want to shake all of it so that you are truly... Uh, mine, you're truly in in your experience in all things. You've given yourself over to me, and everything else comes second. And that I mean, that's a pretty big disruption to accomplish that in the hearts of people, particularly the ones that are in the church right now, on a wide sweeping basis. That's a pretty big deal to be able to do that. And yet the Lord says, "Yes, well, and that's exactly what I'm after." And I, it's going to take a wide sweeping global disruption. I mean, think about this for a second, Emily. The whole world got stopped at the same time. Every every country, every city, everything got stopped. I mean, if we don't recognize the hand of the Lord in something of that size and scope, then uh, what what are we looking for? That was God himself saying, "Okay, I'm going to I'm going to put a pause on this and I'm going to get you to think differently and experience me differently." But how many people are actually thinking that? That's a great question. And and like it stopped everywhere all over the world. But now, like for the most part, when I look around, I see like Canada's cooperating and like England and stuff. I don't know a ton about other nations, but um, I know like America's not thinking and doing that. They're and, doing it differently. In a lot of places, they're cooperating in a different way, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, that's right. And so you're at, the question you're asking is, is anybody learning anything from this, mm-hmm. right? Despite the, the big stoppage, is anybody actually learning in God anything? I would say for the people that don't know Jesus. They're just trying to get through. They're trying to get through. And, the, and probably the thing that is open for them is that there is, um, they're going to reach and they're going to grope for meaning. Mm. And it's there that the Lord can reveal himself to them. Right. But they're not expected to understand all the dynamics of of the the extra things because they don't hurt, they don't know him anyway. For those that know him, for those that are saying, "Yeah, I'm a I'm a Jesus follower, absolutely no problem." The Lord is looking to them first, and He's saying, "I'm disrupting your domestic tranquility, the flow of your life, to get get in touch with whether or not you are really 
following me, whether I'm really central in your life and whether you really trust me, and this is the big word, it's really trust is the big word, whether you really trust me when things are not going the way that you would like them to go. And so I'm disrupting everything. And the disruption has, this is what I've seen, the disruption has produced in people, it's like he's pushing their buttons. And so the buttons that get pushed are, I don't like this. I thought you were going to have my life go this way. I thought that by this point this year, I'd be over here. I kind of had it planned out. I sort of expected a certain amount of income at this point, a um, certain amount of safety. Uh, you know, I thought I'd be able to interact with my friends more often. Uh, what, what the world's going on and why are you doing this to me? And the buttons get pushed. And it's two, it's really, it's a few things. But one of them is, I don't know if I trust you. And the other one is, I don't like the way you're leading my life right now. And I'm going to stick my chest out and I'm going to accuse you, Jesus, of being a bad leader. Or I'm going to say, you're not doing a good job in this situation. And he's, when that happens, when the internal reality of, I think I've got a rights and I want to express my accusation against the Lord rises to the surface, he's got you right where he wants you. Because these, that's the issues that he wants to talk about. Do you trust me? Will you follow me everywhere, even if you don't know what's going on? Will you let me lead perfectly? You want to hang out of that steering wheel so bad because you've, you're afraid. And if, if you let go of the wheel, you're afraid that it won't work out. And the Lord is saying, I need my church to know me and trust me and actually let me lead. And the trust piece becomes enormous. Do, do you know what I'm talking about? Yep. I know, but I don't feel it. You don't feel it, but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's all right. The Lord's going to get everybody at a different place and at a different moment in their experience. But I, I can tell you, just having looked around, I can see it. I can see it everywhere. And um, what's been really good is to watch people wrestle with whether or not they're happy with the situation that they're in or whether they want to fight to get it back to where they were before or whether they're willing to go forward in God and let him define what he has for them in the next season. That's going to produce such good things. And I, I know some folks that started, it was really rough, and I watched them journey. And as they coming through the other side, things are starting to starting to land for them. They're just saying, you know what? He's He knows what he's doing. I can trust him. And that's the big component right now. It's the trust piece. If the trust thing never lands, then we're still people that kind of want our own way a little bit. We've got some agenda and just under the surface, never really exposed is, and actually I think I might be right on some things too. He doesn't really know what he's doing because I think I have some right approaches and some some reason to accuse him of his leadership. And all of that stuff's got to get sorted out. And so that's what's happening right now. And that's why we're going to do season two. Because each week now, we're going to take a different thing that we can do uh, during uh, this time of isolation, and we're going to talk about things that we can focus on that will benefit you while you're in this unusual time. Let's learn to focus on him and to grow in the knowledge of who he is, and we're going to give you a whole bunch of tools to help you do that. And for as long as we're in this, and even way beyond, we'll, these things will benefit us. So that's the plan for season two, and it's coming right up in the next episode okay well on behalf of myself and my dad you've been listening to shopcast if you want more information you can check us out on our website at sanctuaryhop.com we'll see you next episode